Hello, this is Jonathan Steele coming to you from the Stay Woke Podcast. This is my show. Could you be more specific on today's episode? What I want to get into is obviously what's been going on uh, this past week with Starbucks. And I know the main topic of it is protocol on which what happened as to why they were asked to leave. But in general, they've always been known as uh, a company that you don't have to necessarily buy anything in order to be there, but I think the the best thing that's come out of that, besides all that, is the fact that people are deciding to use their money elsewhere in order to build other businesses up, in particular black businesses that are in that same area. So I think that's probably been the best thing that's kind of come out of this, is that uh, people are now starting, especially in, in the black community, to start shifting the way they spend their money in certain places that they don't really want to have you there. I know... Uh, some people feel like maybe they should have just left when the, the manager asked them to. I know that's something I've I've thought about initially when it first happened was personally, I wouldn't want to eat at a restaurant or be at a coffee shop, especially if it was the the, the notion that I wasn't going to that I'm not really welcome there. It's really no point in really staying in some of these places. So I understand that point. But for these two guys in particular, for them to be meeting a friend, I can see why they didn't feel that the need to want to leave or move, especially because nine times out of ten, you have an example of whatever they're trying to kick you out of. That's something that they're not doing on the other hand with someone else. So I understand that completely. But to me, the best the best part of this whole situation is that people are starting to to just say acknowledge that this has happened but they've decided to spend their money elsewhere and that's what we should start doing i know um the we black initiative has been around for always for a while it's always something that i've always heard of but i think anytime it starts to become a um a trending topic that is to a relevant issue i think like this this really helps a lot especially when it comes to ownership in the black community i know there's a a statistic that you know we only have of the actual you know wealth in this country we only have about 2.6 percent of it and 60 percent of that is tied to the elderly in our community and just long term our families won't be in a situation where we'll be financially uh stable enough to be able to push our families moving forward and obviously, we already know that slavery is tied to that, but just institutionally, from an economic standpoint, and so many things that are working against black business owners, black individuals in terms of housing, education, and health care. It's a, it's a number of these issues that America talks about every day, and a lot of times black people are always left out of that discussion, even though we're uh, a part of this economy and, uh, and a main part of this economy. But I think that's what... I'm looking forward to seeing move towards the future future is us owning more of our businesses and actually doing business with each other. You know, um, I don't feel any better if I were to go to a business that it didn't turn out well and it was predominantly black versus it being predominantly white. You just want to go somewhere where, you know, you feel like your your money's well spent and you're being treated fairly. You know, um, it's not asking for a whole lot to uh, go through that. I think that's one of the best things I've noticed uh, with what's been going on is, is the fact that it's starting to turn more so to towards ownership in our community. I do get for the CEO of Starbucks that it puts him in a bind. 
obviously, and that's not to say, hey, you should feel bad for him, but this is what happens if you were to buy any store, any business. Yeah, you may own that particular business at a certain area, but people don't view it like that. They look at who's the main person in charge, and if you're the CEO ultimately of a large national chain, then the they're gonna they're gonna lay it at your feet if you're the CEO. So the fact that they're gonna do a a nationwide you know training session on how to treat customers is obviously damage control, but it's it's really disappointing. But for say if you're someone who's black and you own a Starbucks, you know Starbucks is where Magic Johnson really started to develop a lot of his his economic money post retirement was through Starbucks. And so if you're someone who's black who happens to own a Starbucks at this moment, this happening right now is not a good thing for you. You wouldn't want necessary people to no longer stop, you know, showing up to your place of business because of what happened in Philly, but that's how these things go. And that's what I think about too. So as much as I know it is a big sea change to uh, boycott Starbucks in general, you got to think about for the ones that are in, say, Ladera Heights or they're in Baldwin Hills or any area that's predominantly black where the the person that actually owns that may or may not be someone of color. If they are someone of color and they own it and this is now happening, that's definitely putting them through a, a really rough situation, especially if people are going to stop going now. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this is a, something that's happened in the short run. If people don't remember not too long ago, I believe it was last year where a Starbucks was involved uh, in an issue with, in particular with rights and, and in particular uh, with people who of the gay and lesbian community who were being discriminated against in, in Starbucks. I believe at the time when the petition was going on, uh, wasn't doing as much to uh, service them at that time. And um, I'll definitely have to go back and look look that over to be sure. But I remember that was a mainline issue at the time, late last year, I believe, in the fall. And, you know, it was talked about for a while. And then afterwards, you know, I think things kind of, like a lot of things in the news cycle, it, it goes away. Because after, you know, 72 hours or so, we move on, or 96 hours, we move on to the next thing. So that's another thing for these companies. A lot of times when they deal with controversies, they just got to really handled the first week well. If they can weather the storm of the first week, then they're usually in a position to kind of be able to move forward. And people will still bring it up every now and again, but it's not going to be something that it'll stick as long. But just moving forward in general, I think us uh, supporting our businesses and our community, that should be something that we continue to actually uh, advocate for and, and push for in the future on a more regular basis, especially because, you know, a lot of times in order for our banks and our hospitals and a lot of our schools to get better, it's like we have to get behind these initiatives and get behind uh, our institutions better. So those are some of my thoughts in regards to in regards to that, especially with the Starbucks situation. I know um, economically, I know it's still been a real struggle in terms of employment overall in our country and obviously the numbers for that are are slightly skewed because you know a lot of people just drop out of the workforce all entirely it's kind of hard to to really track you know a lot of the employment numbers but um that's something like going forward with the 
this situation that I think is going to be really interesting because I know with the CEO meeting with them, you already know they're going to talk probably a, a settlement agreement and it'll probably be an NDA. And it's going to be something to kind of just, you know, want to quiet it and they'll probably want to do a press conference and talk about, you know, they like to have improved treatment in, in, in the public space of Starbucks and making it more communal and friendly to everyone. I mean, we go through that all the time. But that is something that uh, just when you really read this story, just it, it's really odd that they just they that they would zero in on them like that. But that's just a regular a regular occurrence. And it's kind of difficult to describe to other people, especially nowadays when most people now are in this everything's fake news all the time. And over the past really two, three years, we've been in this in this situation where everything is being kind of told through the lens of what news outlet are you getting your information through. So if it's uh, through a liberal media outlet like MSNBC or uh, I won't even consider CNN liberal, but the way Donald Trump, especially in, in Fox, make it seem, they make it seem like CNN is a liberal network and they're not. They've always been known as someone in the middle. All their coverage of this of this topic is pretty much tailored toward what all these companies have been known for from before and that's you know for fox they're they're extremely they they play extremely to the right you know a lot of their rhetoric will be about something that will sabotage or skew the way the people that were involved in it who were victimizing it aren't as clean as you might think and then with cnn they'll pull you into the middle and they'll try and say hey you know there's stuff on both sides And then with MSNBC, they're going to probably go, quote-unquote, to the left, and it's going to be extremely liberal. I don't understand why people get so caught up on it. I mean, I get it. It's a character. It's it's something that's easy to follow. Me, personally, I would never subscribe myself to be a liberal or a conservative or in the middle on everything. It's like I just try and look at issues objectively and then parcel out what's factual versus what's uh, not important to a story, whether it's inaccurate or it's something that is it indirectly has nothing to do with it at all. Um, that that's how I look at it. You know, years ago what happened with Trayvon Martin for it to be, you know, mentioned with him and and his situation, and you have a nine one one tape where George Zimmerman's you know being told to not follow him with his back being turned on, and then it goes from that to, well, he defended himself after he provoked an attack. And then it was okay that he died, that Trayvon died, because he smoked weed. I I don't know how you jump to that conclusion. But that's the kind of stuff that they would do on Fox. Or the case where, you know, a group of guys got shot out because this one guy, and I believe it was in Florida, didn't like the music that they were playing. And, you know, they brought up, well, what genre of music was it? As if that would really matter. You know, if someone's, you know, I just, but that's what's something that they would do on Fox a lot. And, and for Fox, I mean, they have their audience that, you know, I don't, I, I really don't get upset with the stuff that they report because it's like, you see it coming a mile away. So to get upset with it, it's, it's even that kind of stuff for their sports media, the way they label themselves, that they, they come across as characters. So that's why it's like you can't really get upset with it. It's designed to provoke that so they can, you know, 
get people watching their program, talking about it, and it's good for advertising and things like that. But but the thing about what's going on with Starbucks, this is the best situation advertisement goes for black businesses that you can get is a black business. I think that's actually, um, I could be wrong. I think they said it was across the street or it's within that block of what happened at Starbucks and business for them is picked up. I think that's a really interesting uh, thing for that to happen is that that's the first notion that people went to was to do that because mainly a lot of times people would just be upset, but they'll continue to go back to that same establishment. One of the best things about this is that they just decided, hey, I just won't go there anymore and just have your money go elsewhere. And that's why it always becomes a concern. That's when corporations always want to get behind wanting to change stuff when they start to lose money. And as long as we kind of keep that in mind, things like this will won't won't continue as much. But you know, I, those are just some of my thoughts I had on the Starbucks issue. I definitely want to go a little bit deeper, further, especially in regards to the economics that are going on in our community. So some of those things I want to talk about definitely in the near future. I want to thank everyone that taking the time out to even listen to this podcast right now. Uh, definitely like, share, and follow. Uh, I look forward to doing more of these in the future. I hope you guys have a good one. Talk to you guys real soon.